0: 2023 for Apple promises to be a big year. Will the Mac Pro offer big performance? Will we see a supersized iPad Pro? And how much bigger are the iPhone prices going to get? It's our look ahead at what we expect to see from Apple in 2023 coming up on the Macworld Podcast. Stick around. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon.
1: Hello, sir.
0: Last week, we took a look back at Apple's accomplishments for 2022. Uh, This time, we're going to look ahead to 2023 with some ideas and predictions of what we think Apple will do. I thought we'd do this by product category like we did last week. So let's start with a category that does not exist yet. AR and VR hardware, because I know you guys want to talk about that right off the bat. That's what everyone's listen- waiting for.
2: That's got to be the big thing. Like, it's been a couple of years now where we've been going, like, is it coming next year? But it, it, the odds are best so far for next year. So far, okay, no guarantees, but it seems like finally we may actually see something next year.
0: Is it going to be like a headset, like the
1: Oculus, or I, I think it's going to be closer to that, or maybe a Hololens, than it is to like a pair of like glasses.
2: Yeah, judging by what the hardware people say it is, uh, is inside it, is going to be, it's going to be more like the Oculus with pass through video. So it's got cameras and it passes through video. It's not going to be clear.
1: They seem to want you to wear it outside. So it's going to have to be somewhat slick. Like people walking around with Oculus are going to be like, what on earth is that guy doing?
2: Yeah. I'm not talking about the sc- size of it. People say it's, it's kind of like, uh, high tech ski goggles or something. I'm talking about it's not going to be clear plastic you look through. Right. It's going to be an opaque thing that blocks out all your vision and they're going to pipe in video from cameras into to screens to, to provide your view of the outside world. This first version is apparently that because judging from the display technology that they, you know, all the rumors say that they're getting this, this stuff from these micro OLEDs from Sony and stuff, that's not how you would project images onto clear plastic. That's a screen you look at. It's a tiny screen with really, really tiny pixel density that you look at this first version, which they might even pitch as a developer thing that anyone can buy, but like some expensive developer kit that anyone can buy is going to be that. And then the, the goggles or glasses or something that just has a clear view of the outside world with a projection on it is a later product.
1: The rumors from several years ago, that it's going to be like two, two or $3,000 for the first version of whatever this thing is since then. There's been rumors that there's a pro headset and a regular headset. And so, like, I don't know. Maybe that original rumor was for if it was releasing in 2021. Now that it's 2023 at the earliest, which, you know, they're not late, but they're also not early. Like, AR had its moment and it's kind of like, you know, people are like, all right, so the phone thing, the Google Daydream and the Samsung Gear VR, that that didn't work. That was all VR, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was like the first iteration of the stuff. Remember when you can go to like Verizon, get like a cardboard thing that you can build and pop your phone? Yeah. Like that stuff didn't work. Oculus is doing all right. Oculus is doing okay. Yeah, but it's still not mainstream. Like it hasn't had that killer application or that killer something that's made it like a thing that everybody wants. Right. It's a general
2: consumer thing for regular people.
1: Yeah. And it's relatively affordable. It's not super expensive. What's it, 300 bucks? Something like that?
2: Yeah, uh, more than a little more than that and and they're they're everywhere i mean they're at the big box stores and they're selling several millions yep, yep.
1: and there's lots of commercials for them like you see them all over the place uh there's sports thing like there's dedicated sports vr that i see when i'm watching like football games and stuff like it's they they're trying to make that push
2: that's vr though too and and playstation playstation's vr there's a new vr thing coming the only ar stuff that's ever happened has not ever come to consumers Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, Google Glass is the big one. Well, that's not I AR at all. Never. Oh. That that's a heads up display. <laughs> oh, that, okay. that did not. Yeah, yeah, under- yeah.
2: That did not change the view on your screen to match the environment at all. Like it just put us a, put a, a mono-colored, like not monochromatic. It just put a little bit of screen in front of your eye. Like as you moved your head and stuff, like nothing shifted. It, it was it was a heads up display. Yeah, because otherwise that would have been amazing tech for the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, for the time. What, so, all right. So, what, what, what comparable AR things are out there?
2: The Microsofts HoloLens. That's real AR, and Which is very, it's, very expensive. It's very expensive. It's a business play. It's in factories and stuff like that, um, and it's great for that. But it's it's that's where it's at, and it's got problems where it could it would never really be a consumer thing. And then what was the magically, magically
1: oh, tried right, magically. and kind <laughs> yeah, of th- the things of it was like a backpack you had to wear. So. <laughs>
2: yeah, it had a puck you put in your pocket and then a cable that went up to the glasses part. And it, you just, I don't, I don't even know how many they ever shipped. I mean, they had some, some early adopters, I think, who got some from a wait list or some, I, I don't even remember, but it's a few thousand. Like they never really went anywhere with that. Uh, that's kind of the only actual augmented reality stuff.
1: I tried the back at CES. I don't know how many years ago, back when I used to cover Android. I tried Hololens and, and a demo, and it was fine. Like I, I didn't walk away thinking, "My God, this is the future of anything." Like it was just, it was interesting, and and you know, kind of. And that was like this version. Like it was the whatever the version. Hololens two, I haven't two. Released a new one since yeah.
2: Its main issue is that the AR part is a little window in the middle of your vision. It's, it's not nearly wide enough. It's a tiny little field of view. You know, it doesn't have the the battery life, processing power, field of view, all these other things necessary to be something you walk down the street with and have a useful experience as a regular person.
1: Even if we hadn't heard a single rumor about what this is going to be, like that's their play. They don't they, they they're a consumer company. They're going to make consumer a consumer product. So it's going to be quite different from anything we know once it once it arrives.
2: Yeah, I'm curious how this first version is going to where its balance is going to be in terms of VR versus AR stuff. Because um, if they're doing what, like the latest Oculus, that Pro Oculus, I can't remember what they called it. Uh, so Oculus does pass through video. It's, it's blocking out your vi- screen, but it's got cameras, and it passes through the video so you can see your surroundings. And this was the first one where they did that like in color. <laughs> and it's always a little janky because the resolution is not good enough and the the refresh isn't fast enough, and it's kind of—it doesn't quite look like you're looking at reality. It's more just so you don't bump, you can not bump into things and stuff.
1: Yeah, and they don't like recommend walking around with it on either.
2: Well, yeah, and it, it's not—it's not really made for that because they don't do things like ha- they don't have location and stuff on it, so it's not.
1: It's called the Meta MetaQuest Pro, by the way, and it's f- f- fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah.
2: Right. So, and the the Quest Two has pass through video, but it's like super low res and black and white and stuff. But if that's technologically, if that's what Apple's doing, it's going to have to be really super high quality pass through video to be able, which is what
1: we've heard that. It's insanely high qual. The rumors are like eight K screens, two of them, and an M one processor, and like so. It's like, but the cameras, themselves hear, that are, passing yeah, well, there's video like six, sixteen be, cameras or something like like. We, yeah, we've and they heard have to be really massive, high
2: quality yes. HDR, super low latency. Like, there's a million technical problems they need to solve, or it's just going to be a really crappy AR experience and mostly a VR headset. It is going to be this first thing. A, a mixed reality thing it can do either
1: yeah they 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 say that like all the all the rumors say mixed reality but the specific rumors we've heard we've heard are mainly ar related like that's the hook they'll be vr stuff but yeah the main thing is that they want it to be a wearable device like the apple watch that you replace your phone with and you use out and about and do things with that you, you would normally go into your pocket, check your, like, you know, I don't know if you're looking at a restaurant, check a menu. I don't, I don't know what it's going to do, but it's going to augment your world in some way that is a device that you're going to want to have on you all the time. And not just when you want to play a game.
2: And it's going to have uh, an, an, a developer SDK and an app store and all that other stuff. The, the killer apps may be not from Apple, but the thing that makes me think, it may actually come next year. Whatever it is, <laughs> yep. is that the the latest rumors suggest that the heads of the software development for all of Apple's sort of core apps, like iMessage and Maps and stuff like that, are now getting involved. Mm-hmm. And that tells me, like, okay, they've got it. They've got the hardware figured out to the point where they they can. And the hardware and the software development and stuff like that figured out to the point where they can widen the circle of secrecy within Apple to bring in mm-hmm. these important things and they're not going to make these guys like do everything twice and everything. They're going to be in on the last year <laughs> right. getting like some killer messages experience or you know,
1: whatever. That's the, um, the, the three focuses of allegedly according to Mark Gurman's report a couple of months ago was messaging, communication media, like movies and stuff, and games. So there's a rumor that an iOS um, 17 message is going to get and get, a, get a huge overhaul, which ties into what what would happen here. Like there's a lot of pieces kind of falling into place. Yep. And I agree with Jason, 2023 seems like the time to do it. First of all, it's been a while since Apple had like a big splash. You know, their products over the last few years have been great. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't been like, you know, Apple Watch was a big deal. HomePod wasn't. So there's still, like, there's, what, a seven or six or seven years between, like, the last big thing and now.
0: If you were to project a announcement date, WWDC seems like an appropriate time?
1: I don't know. Well, here's the thing. It depends on how they want to sell it. If they're pitching it to developers and they realize it's a thing that's out of reach for consumers, both price and, like, functionality, then mm-hmm. yes. If they do want it to be, like, something that gets a lot of attention from consumers and people spend $1,000 or 800 or however as much it's going to cost, then they'll have a standalone event or tacking onto the iPhone event or something like that.
2: I think it really all just depends on how far along they are for release. Uh, if they actually want to release it sort of in the fall of mm-hmm. of 2023, I think showing it at WWDC but not giving like the price and stuff – but but actually showing the thing and get, getting an SDK and saying like developers can sign up to get a development unit and stuff like that, that makes sense. And then in September at the iPhone event, we would get like pricing and release date, right? If it's further away, if it's it, it could also be something like they did with the Apple Watch, where they kind of announce it with the iPhone event and it ships in the beginning of 2024 oh,
1: next year yeah sure yeah th- there was a there was a huge gap Apple Watch was revealed in September it didn't ship till the following April so they could absolutely do that same thing with the original iPhone it was January to June so th- that's not uncommon for Apple to do at all
2: yeah especially when it's a whole new category and they need to manufacture this thing that takes away that pressure to try and manufacture it in secret which is really hard to do <laughs> But they could always they could always have them at WWDC and it's like, well, here's what it is and here's what it, the specs are and here's how you develop for it. you can sign up for developers to buy a special dev unit and then consumer pricing and real estate are in the fall and they could always do that too. We'll get a lot of more interesting rumors as the year rolls on as 2023 rolls on We'll it will start it'll start to crystallize sort of like what this thing is and what it'll
0: cost. Well, we always get a spring announcement, but the spring announcement could be the Mac Pro, maybe an iMac Pro, and then WWDC gets dedicated to the headset. I could see that happening. For hardware,
2: yeah. I mean, obviously, they're going to talk about the new OSs at WWDC.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be um XR OS, which stands for Extended Reality OS. That's like a whole new thing.
0: More anticipated products for 2023, I think. Besides the headset, maybe the next most anticipated product for 2023 is the Mac Pro?
1: I think so, yeah. Even though 90, 99% of the people listening to this aren't going to buy one, it's still something we all – and I include myself there. But I, I absolutely want to see what it looks like and what it does and, and what's inside and all that stuff.
2: Yeah, purely yeah. from a from a whether it's interesting perspective, right? Even though it's not for me and it's not for you and it's not for <laughs> – it's not for anyone, but it sure is interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's just fun to think what is Apple going to do for its most powerful computer.
1: Right. Is it a tower? Is it expandable? Or does it, does it have slots for cards? Like there's a million questions. Is it an ultra? Is it something that we haven't seen yet? Is there a new Pro Display XDR that goes with it with promotion? Like, there's a lot of questions.
2: It's two M2 Ultras. It's two to four. (laughs) It could be two Ultras. It's gonna have configurations from two to four. No cards. Apple's gonna call it expandable because it has uh, Thunderbolt ports. I'm putting my (laughs) my stakes in the ground now. (laughs) It's gonna be two Apple Studios stacked on top
0: of each other. So you guys don't think they'll like use a tower like the current Mac Pro? They're another, or they're redefining the uh, definition of tower for a Mac. It depends. It depends on
1: the support for PCI X cards. If it does, if they team up with NVIDIA or AMD or make their own, which probably isn't going to happen, but if they support graphics cards or audio cards or whatever Ethernet cards, whatever would you would need there. It's going to have to be a tower. If not, you know, the sky's the limit. Look at the the trash can. I mean, they've done funky designs with the Mac Pro before. I I
2: feel like no matter what it is, it's not going to be a tower like the one we have. I think if you look at a lot of PCs, small form factor PCs that can fit a graphics card, they have like a PCI slot, but they're these little rectangular cans. I think – if it's got a slot you can use, it's going to be something like that. It's not going to be basically sh- shrink the shrink the current Mac Pro fifty percent in each direction, that kind of thing. Because the need for the need for the motherboard and all that stuff that they have now is just not going to be there. Like the, the way they do their system on chips and stuff like that, and and cooling it and all that other everything else about it, it's just unnecessary.
1: Yeah, but I mean, look at the Mac Studio, which is basically as fast as, as the current Intel Mac Pro in some, in, in, in some measurements, and it's wide an eighth of the size. <laughs> uh,
2: I think you can stack a couple of – two or three of those on top of each other or something like that to get an idea of like the volume of this thing, even if it's not the same shape that's just, just sort of
1: – Well, I mean, that's the thing. People uh, Apple, over the, over the years, the Mac Pro has been like its, its striking professional desktop machine. Like it's always has a design that's very different from what else is out there. I am talking about in their own lineup. Like the G five had that silvery look, the the G four the G four had the door that opened and the handles. Like it's it, it never quite matches the rest of the line purposefully. Like they want to kind of set it apart. So I'm curious to see design wise, like what it looks like.
0: Staying with the Mac line. So there've been rumors that Apple is going to come out with an IMAC Pro, uh, do you guys think that will happen? Uh, j- just year? this week, we
1: we got a pretty strong one. So that because the uh, just a quick history, the iMac Pro was discontinued last year. It came out in I think twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but never never received an update. Was it was a good machine, but it was always seen as like a stopgap between the cylinder Mac Pro and the and the the new Mac Pro when it when it when it arrived. Right. So that that went away last year. And then earlier this year, when the Mac Studio and the 27-inch Studio Display came out, the 27-inch iMac went away—the the non five thousand dollar one.
2: Now the only iMac you can get is out at an M1, although they'll do an M2 update, but no, but no Pro, no Max or Ultra or anything. And it's 24-inch display, and that's it. And that's a little small for some people. Like you know, the the tw- that 27-inch size with the 5K display was a lot nicer.
1: Yeah, it's only three inches, but it's a big, it's a big difference when you're looking at like I mean they make a 14 inch MacBook Pro and a 16 inch MacBook Pro, so you can like it's obviously a difference there in in, in what you can do and in, in, in the size you want. So there is there there was a rumor this week that Apple was going to come out with a 27 inch iMac Pro for whatever that actually means, probably just M2 Pro M2 Max processors sometime next year, which would be I think good for the iMac line. I mean, I don't know how much that they sell anymore because everybody loves MacBooks and everybody, you know, MacBooks are clearly their number one seller.
2: It seems like a given that it's just going to be, sure, it'll be M2 Pro and Macs, maybe Ultra, but at least M2 Pro, you know, just like the MacBook Pro, you know, is. But I'm interested in what they're going to do with the display. Is it going to be like the new studio display where it's just a 5K display and that's it? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. No high refresh rate, no variable refresh rate, no HDR, no none of that stuff. Or is it going to be a modern display that that gives you something more than just the the same 5K display they've had in IMAX and stuff for?
1: So right, many we're years. talking HDR, we're talking ProMotion, the things that. So the the 27 inch studio display, it should be noted, has none of those things. It's it starts at sixteen hundred dollars, and it's just. A four and a half K display to say.
2: Is so, it four and a half? Or is
1: five, a five K? Oh, 5K. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of the iMac. The iMac is it's, four and a half. It's yeah.
2: pretty much exactly the same as the 27 inch iMac display, except the slightly brighter max brightness. Yeah.
1: Still DCI. And, and it doesn't have a power button. <laughs> yeah, no power button and all, <laughs> all these other weird things. Uh, uh, right.
2: I can see why they wouldn't, at a size that big, I can see why ProMotion would be tr- tricky. Uh, cause promotion is not just variable refresh rate, which is the, the bigger deal. It's, um, it's, you know, also up to like one hundred and twenty or 90 or something. And I can see why that, but they got to do HDR, especially when they're doing all of this Apple TV stuff and everything. Like that's the killer, that is your killer, like streaming platform computer. If it's 27 inch has an HDR display. Every dorm room in America is going to want that cuz that's you can kick back and watch it like a TV. Like
1: Yeah, if you want an HDR display from Apple right now, you got to spend $5,000 on the Pro display X- XDR. It's crazy.
2: And that yeah, that's just crazy when you look at what the PC market's doing. Like yeah. it's not like the best craziest <laughs> like uh QOLED backlit things are $1,200 or something. It's just not even they're not professionally calibrated and all that other stuff. It's not, those aren't pro displays, but just in terms of like what you can get as a consumer, it's, it's not even in the ballpark.
0: Speaking of that pro display XDR, do you think that'll be replaced once the uh, Mac pro gets released?
1: Yeah, I think it should be. I would assume that gets um, promotion. Maybe it gets the dis- studio display treatment with the camera and speakers and stuff too.
2: Yeah. That's the next thing it really needs.
0: Do you- other new Mac that we're kind of hoping for in 2023 is the replacement for the Intel-based Mac Mini, which is still in Apple's <laughs> yeah, I mean, lineup. That
1: has to. That, if they sell two of those a year, that's too many. They have to get rid. Either get rid of it, which they don't really need it with an M, you know. If they they put an M2 in there. It's 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 fine. Or update it. One of the two things has to happen. And it has. I mean, it's criminal that they still sell that thing. <laughs> Because and it's eleven hundred bucks. It's more than the M one version and markedly slower.
2: <laughs> I mean, it all just needs an update. Like they need a slightly new design with new with more ports and stuff like that, and then and then sc- scrap the Intel. thing.
1: So the M two came out in June at WWDC, and the thirteen inch MacBook Pro got it, and the MacBook Air got it, and that's it. So the iMac is still M one, the Mac Mini is still M one, and it's strange that Apple didn't upgrade at least the Mac mini which came out at the same time as those other two computers with the M2. So the rumor that we we heard today was that maybe they would put an M3 in the Mac mini uh later this year and then an M2 in the Mac mini in, in the spring with the M2 Pro going in the um uh the Intel version that that's still being sold. So uh, I don't know maybe. how any yeah. of that uh yeah, I don't know how any of that uh kind of fleshes out. But Apple's in this weird kind of – I wouldn't call it a holding pattern, but like we don't know yet what the cadence is for Apple Silicon. The, the M2 came out 18 months after the M1, which is okay. That's that's good. But then nothing else. Like the rest of the year, they didn't do anything with it. So, the iMac's coming up on two years. Sorry, they were
2: dude. supposed to do I, the sort of pros and Macs and stuff. And then it, it – I think those were intended to be at the end of this year. And there was sort of – Production delays and stuff like that, where that, that were kind of out of their hands. It's all on the, it's all on the side of like their, like TSMC and the other Flextronics, all the people who actually make these things <laughs> have had delays and they're like looking at, well, where's our volume? What do we need to do? We, what we really need to do is iPhone 14 Pro is where we need to put all, put our all eggs in that basket <laughs> right, right now. They
1: had a problem with, with that too. Production. Well, delays. that's what I mean. That's why the they need to. That's yeah, why yeah. they're
2: not gonna spend they're not gonna like sort of divide up their limited production capacity to do these other things
1: um and listen the m two the m one pro max power- uh, macbookers they're fantastic laptops mm-hmm. and they're on sale all over the place for like four or five hundred dollars off, which is just ridiculously good. <laughs>
2: Yeah, honestly, the, all the stuff that would be cool about an update is the stuff they got this year, like the display yes, and all that other yes. stuff. Yeah, you know, right. Nothing the more else ports. is changing. It
1: would just be the chip. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and going from the M1 to the M2, it's not a huge. I mean, what we've what we've seen in the M1 and M2, it's not a huge leap, and I don't expect the M1 Pro and Max to the M2 Pro and Max to be like earth shaking either.
0: Moving on to the next major product category that's the iPhone.
1: Look at the iPhone being being third in 2023.
0: <laughs> do we really expect anything big from the iPhone in 2023?
1: Uh well, I mean we say this every we we say this every year that this is this is the year, but this does look like the year. <laughs> I mean, so USB-C number 1 is is massive. If Apple actually does dump them, now, they don't have to do that. So the rule says by By late 2024, I think it was um, November or December 2024, so Apple could technically release the iPhone 15 and 16 with Lightning and still comply with the EU law, but all rumors say that they're going to get ahead of that ball, and the iPhone 15, all models, will dump Lightning for USB-C, which would be if if nothing else changes and there's a, there's a lot of other changes that are coming but if nothing else changes that's that's huge that's a huge and change it,
2: and just ignoring sort of the convenience and possible data rate it's possible that they make them faster charging than is possible with lightning USB-C can handle that i it whether the phone can or not is an, another situation but i think they're their charge limit is as much about lightning currently as it is about I agree. Yeah. Uh, the phone.
1: Yeah, there are Android phones that go up to like 100, 100 watts. So that you can go – you can go. Uh, uh, Apple can go – Apple does what? Uh, 18, 20? what was it? 18? Yeah, so they can go way, way faster.
0: And then Apple will promote that as a giant breakthrough.
1: Yeah, and it and listen Apple's not gonna do like a, a 150 or something like it would go to like 25 but it's still that's still sig- a significant change
2: so that's one the the camera is supposed to be a big deal um, they are supposedly using new sensors from Sony they've been using kind of old sensors from Sony for the most part uh, in most of these cameras there when you when you dig into the teardowns and they find the model numbers they're these like four or five year old sensors with the exception of maybe that 48 megapixel sensor in the pro now, there's a new sensor coming from Sony next year that's supposed to be like two or three times more sensitive to collecting photons and turning them into bits. <laughs> like, um, and they're supposedly using that. They're supposedly doing the periscope lens for the telephoto. Like, um, it, it could be a big camera upgrade, at least in the pro model.
1: That could be the the periscope camera. We've heard rumors that that might be limited to the iPhone 15 Pro Max, which is going to be renamed the iPhone 15 Ultra. But I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, just quick about the cameras. So Tim Cook um, went to Japan, sent out a tweet that says, we've been partnering with Sony for over a decade to create the world's leading camera sensors for iPhone. And then he thanks the people who work there. I don't know if that's if Apple has ever publicly acknowledged that it works with sony for the camera sensor i mean maybe in like a, a keynote or something they mentioned they mentioned it way back when but it's not something that they often do so there's th- that something like that leads me to believe that yes they're they're serious about whatever their new thing is
2: they've acknowledged it to the same capacity as this is like it would be in a tweet or in a side thing it's never in their formal public and nothing is like they they never say who makes their displays they never say their displays are made by Samsung or LG or any of those things same thing going on here
1: yeah but it's interesting that cook would be there calling it out now
2: to pile on that conspiracy in the spirit of um of looking ahead to next year there are multiple manufacturers in that same city That, like, first of all, Sony's supposed to be supplying them with a display for the AR headset, and there's a Flectronics manufacturing facility there. And I I believe, but all in the same location is about half the stuff they need for the AR headset. (laughs) Like, so it's he may be going there absolutely, yeah, not to talk about their camera sensors for the iPhone, he, he, he may have tweeted that, but he may be there to have meetings about the AR headset sure, stuff. Sure.
1: This is uh, Kumamoto, Japan. The um, iPhone 15 Ultra is allegedly going to make an appearance, so that's going to be the, a rebranding of the iPhone 15 Pro Max, possibly Titanium, uh, Thunderbolt, like the real kind of Ultra Pro Treatment that it hasn't really gotten. It's just right now the the Pro Max is just a bigger version of the Pro. Um, So there's a lot of rumors that say that it's going to have a bunch of exclusive features for that model. And I tell you,
2: I hate that so much.
1: No, I agree because and I and I say that as someone who buys the largest phone, but you shouldn't have to buy a 6.7 inch phone just to get the best stuff.
2: Right, because there's real usability issues with that size for some people. It doesn't fit in your pocket. It's too big for some people's hands. Yada yada. I totally love that. You have two size options for the same phone. When they're no longer the same phone, I'm going to be like, no, that's not – I don't want to get this giant.
1: Yeah, and they they did this once before, I want to say with the iPhone 12, where the Pro Max had a slightly better camera, but it wasn't anywhere near as, as large of a gap as, as you're going to get or as rumored to get in uh, September. It's like the, the Apple Watch Ultra. So, that one is bigger. And you get a ton of stuff. However, the people who would buy that are going to want a watch that size. Yes. Like if you want the dive stuff and, the, and the, the water resistance and the hiking and the ruggedness and all that other stuff that comes with it, yep. you, you, you want a 49 millimeter 50 millimeter watch. So, that makes sense to me.
2: And all the competitors in that space are big hunking. Exactly that's, right. That's yeah. what our ultra
1: durable watches are like. With what we're reading about the iPhone 15 Ultra, iPhone 15 Pro users would want the same features in a 6.1-inch phone. Yeah. Like, no one's going to say, well, I don't need a better camera. I don't need better, a uh, faster USB-C port. Yep. I don't need a titanium frame or any of that stuff. Like, everyone's going to want that. And Apple's making you – not only jump to a higher version, but we're also hearing that it's going to probably cost a little bit more, which also makes sense. Oh yeah, a um, hundred or two hundred dollars more. So, it, it, at some point, it, it reaches a it reaches where you're going to start turning people away or turning people off by by doing that. Like, and you know, Apple's not the only one. Samsung does it too. They have they have a, a Galaxy S twenty two Ultra that also has exclusive features and it's a big giant phone and it's yeah. expensive and all that stuff. So, Apple's far from being the only company who's doing mm. this.
2: And one has to wonder if they're going to do both, and it's kind of getting lost in the rumor shuffle. But they're going to have iPhone 15 Pro at 6.1 and 6.7 inches, and then also the Ultra, which is only in 6.7 inches and has all these extra features and cost and that, more. That, that, right? Sure. The, like, so,
1: so Pro, Pro Max, and, and an Ultra. Yeah, maybe. Sure, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Give Give people the choice to spend the extra two hundred bucks on all those features. Sure.
2: But, but and I tell you I long for a titanium phone do,
1: <laughs> yeah because
2: so, it's so light and I don't care what it looks like because I put a case on it like I, I if it has the raw titanium look like the watch
0: I, I just yeah, don't
1: care my case I, on I'm it. I'm fine with that I don't I never I never look at sometimes I forget what color iPhone I have I never look at the back of my phone so that's
0: the iPhone what about the iPad. So we've got kind of this confusing lineup now. Does Apple straighten that out next year?
1: It it doesn't look like the
0: it. rumors are. <laughs> it
2: gets worse because there's yeah there's two different rumors of bigger iPads, a fourteen and a sixteen or seventeen, I think. That's like sixteen point nine, yeah, yeah. So and and we don't know if either of them will come out or just one of them or both. But the idea is that they've been exploring. What do we do with a giant iPad? <laughs> Which I actually think is a cool idea. I think for people, I don't don't mind
1: it either. Yeah, as like a family device, watching movies, playing games with multiple people. Yeah, it it could have its purpose.
2: I actually think it's it'd be terrible for that because it's not going to be priced for that. It's it's going to be it's going to be a professional thing. It's going to be M2. It's going to be huge. It's going to have you know they already have HDR and all this stuff. But like as a drafting table of sorts, a portable drawing device for the people who do that kind of stuff. Uh, interior designers, all that other, yeah, you know, architects and every everybody else who draws on their iPad a lot, they probably love a 16 inch version, you know, and they'd run out there and spend two
0: grand to get it. The Apple Watch seemed like it got its major changes this year, so maybe yeah. incremental updates uh, this we year. We haven't heard
1: any any rumors yeah. yet about what that would be. There will be a Series Nine there will probably be an Ultra 2 or whatever they call it. But um, aside from, you know, maybe a new chip, well, we haven't even gotten the new chip. They just keep renaming the old
0: chip. <laughs> I don't even know if there'll be a new yeah.
1: chip. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a sensor. There's been sensor rumors, but it still seems like they're a little bit too far out. Glucose monitoring, things like that. I don't know if they're ready yet.
2: That's kind of what's going on with the 8. The eights very much like the 7. Is very much like the 6. There's They've been on these very – Uh, mild updates. Rumors aren't telling us to expect anything different than that this year. You know, it's going to be, like you said, it's, it's, it's not going to be meaningfully different in terms of like battery life performance, any of these things. It'll have a new feature or two, like a new sensor or a slightly different new feature. Mostly it's going to be a new name, maybe some new colors.
1: There'll be something to set it apart, but we haven't heard anything about sizes or redesign. There was that flat, redesigned, but it seems as though that was the ultra that got that look and that that kind of got lost in translation unless they bring the ultra look to the series 9 to kind of match the, the look who knows but i wouldn't expect anything anything huge out of, out of the apple watch but it'll be the same price and it'll be a little bit better and if you want one you know great
2: i feel
0: like apple watch should be at a two-year cadence like the iphone se i agree yeah yeah, I wonder if that Ultra is going to be a two-year cadence, and we won't see an Maybe. update for it. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah, they, yeah they I
1: can see the that. SC, the SE, the SC is on a two-year cadence, uh, as yeah. Jason just said. Um, not even like <laughs> it barely got an update last year or this year. It got it got a new. This chip
2: past year was a very disappointing and
1: detection, it. and that was that was it. Yeah, I mean, it's a fine watch for two hundred forty-nine dollars. There's, not, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, apple could have given us one of those new sensors all it has is the heart rate sensor anything like you know ecg or always on display or or uh, blood oxygen one something that's on the later models
0: uh what about the home pod we haven't seen anything about the home pod you know in a while there's a
2: few interesting little rumors that We don't really know if any of them are going to come together into a product in 2023, but they were supposedly working on something that's essentially a soundbar with an Apple TV built in. So it'd be like a HomePod slash Apple TV in a soundbar-like form factor. You hook it up to your TV, but you can also just talk to it and play music. and you could HDMI input and output, yada, yada, Uh, and possibly a camera. And then you could FaceTime on your TV from like your living room. That would be a slick product. I think they could sell a good number of those. People buy sound bars. It'd be a great way to say like, look, upgrade your TV's sound, get an Apple TV, do all the HomePod stuff, FaceTime from your living room. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, the other one is a HomePod that either has a display or attaches an iPad as a display, but HomePod with a display <laughs> for to compete with all the uh, the Google, what do they call it? Nest hub and, and echo shows and stuff like that. Also something they could very well use. The only reason I still have Google homes in my house is because I have one in the kitchen and I value the screen. I really want the screen in my kitchen. I use it constantly for the screen. <laughs> Putting a home pod there would not cut it. And if it, could if I could put a HomePod with a screen there, I'd be all HomePod.
1: Yeah, I have a I have an Echo Show. Well, actually, I have an Echo Spot. It's that old circular one that I bought many many years ago in the kitchen as well that I use all the time. Um, I would absolutely get a HomePod with a screen or a, or a docking iPad, whatever, just uh, for that spot. It seems to be a, a, a that Apple is kind of missing the the, the boat. Like it's a it's, it would be a very popular product if it's, I mean assuming it's not like five hundred bucks. If it's like two ninety nine or something, no, it'd be five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they would, they would do well.
2: <laughs> I think if it doesn't have, if you supply your own iPad, it could be like two hundred bucks. It could be like two hundred bucks, and you dock an iPad. If it's got a built in display or it comes with a special iPad that you can just undock and it's an iPad, but it's only this thing, anything like that, it's going to be at least five hundred bucks. And I don't put it past Apple to go that route. It would suck, but <laughs> it's possible.
1: I mean, they they have to consider the, the competition because the the Echo shows, I mean, those things are on sale for like 50, 60 bucks all the time. The Google Nest is like 200. If theirs comes in at like seven or eight, like, they're not going to sell any of them. So, they have to, like they did with HomePod Mini, like they learned their lesson. All right. So, people don't want a $400 HomePod. They want a $100 HomePod. I don't know how well it's selling, but it's got to be selling better than the original HomePod, I would assume. I think, uh, you know, if they're going to come out with such a device, and they should, as Jason said, there's a million reasons why it would be great. Mm-hmm. I, you know, three three 349 I think it has to be in that general region for it to be successful. But, you
2: know. We'll sort of see. the third HomePod rumor. Uh, we heard briefly was that the larger home pod will make a return, but re-architected to be much more affordable to manufacture, but it's, you know, won't be the mini. It'll just be the sound pod, like the original home pod, but not so expensive to make and wouldn't have to cost as much. Uh, And that's a possibility as well. I really do think something, some sort of home pod thing is going to happen in 2023 other than just like new colors for your HomePod mini. You know, there's going to be something. I think OG HomePod is going to get the Apple TV treatment where they just made an Apple TV 4k that is significantly less expensive and kind of better. They just re engineered it to be more affordable to manufacture for them. And it's better. And I think that's probably what we can expect out of like a HomePod resurgence.
0: Do we expect anything from the AirPods lineup in 2023 other than updates?
1: They still use lightning on their cases. So that's a thing that could happen with the iPhone where they give the, they update the, just the case. They've that's the that most before.
2: persistent thing is that they'll update nothing but the case to be USB-C.
1: And also the, the Max is a couple years out now. Mm-hmm. Been two, it's been two years. Just about just about right now. It's been two years. So maybe something different with their. They, they don't have the new um, adaptive adaptive transparency. They so they they could add the the better Bluetooth Bluetooth five five point two whatever it is that, that the new AirPods got. There's so, a new
2: chip in the new AirPods Pro. They could put that in there.
1: So they could do that. Maybe a couple of new colors. They they could they could do that.
2: If they could shave half the weight off, they'd have something. Yes, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. the the key thing
1: and and a bit of the price it it is
2: priced too much but it's priced too much in that way Apple stuff is priced too much and if it got it got all the new AirPods second gen AirPods Pro features and technology with improved sound and they got the weight down they could sell them at that price there's people out there now who want to (laughs) buy the Macs or want them you know and you see them in videos online and stuff like that you see people wearing
0: them any iCloud changes? Is Apple finally going to change to five gigabyte? No, never.
1: <laughs> never. I can't wait when 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 you could buy a ninety thousand dollar Apple car, and you still get five gigabytes.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, it'll be. They'll we'll be at the point where five gigs is the equivalent of of uh, fifty megabytes today. Like yeah. you know, and and they'll still be, that'll still be what you get for free. Yeah. it will be like five gigs. That's three uh, photos, like of my super gigapixel photos, you know, that I have now.
1: And, you know, it's easy to say, well, it's only a dollar a month, but I could turn that on Apple and say, it's only a dollar (laughs) a (laughs) month. Just give us the thing. We're spending a thousand dollars plus on their phone. And you basically, at this point, you kind of have to pay for something. Um, mm-hmm. my, my parents have refused to pay. I, I, now I include them in my family plan. So sure. they have all the storage they need. But for years I would tell my dad, like, just, it's a dollar a month. Just pay. No, I'm not doing it. He refused to pay for it. Like he realized he paid like a hundred times more than that for your phone, a thousand times more than that for your phone. But he just, you know, some people just principle, they won't do it. I'm sympathetic yeah, to the, the, the idea sure. that the argument is the opposite.
2: As right. well, I just spent a hundred times that for my right, phone. Right. They should give it to right. me. Right, it's it like, to yeah, me. Kinda, like yeah, kind of like it's it's a gajillion yeah. dollar. It's a two <laughs> trillion dollar company sitting on top of like two hundred billion dollars in cash. They could just give me. Yeah. 10 they're they're
1: literally giving their money away. They have so much of it. <laughs> Every quarter they give away billions of dollars because they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> but they can't give you 15 gigs of iCloud storage. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just. I saved the most important product that could come out next year for last. And we still don't know if it's going to come out. And that's the third season of Ted Lasso. It's going to come.
1: Yeah. I, I think so. I think they, they filmed it last year, I believe, right?
2: They just. Finished it, yeah. They
0: finished finished recording, shooting it. uh, I think back in March, or yeah, or they did principal photography was done like back in March, and then they so they're in production with it now. They haven't announced a uh, release date for Ted Lasso, but the rumors are that it's going to be the last season. That hasn't been confirmed.
1: I think they're going to tie it in with the MLS. Um, the, the major league soccer launch, they'll do That's something idea. with that, you know, there'll be some buzz about soccer and then they'll say, Oh, Ted Lasso is either they release a thing or they announce it or something Yeah, like that. Yeah, They just got, um, they just got a bunch of golden globe awards for, um, severance, not awards, nominations for, um, severance. So they're still chugging along with their, uh, Apple TV plus programs. Bunch of year-end lists had that. I, I haven't seen it. I think it's called Pachinko. I haven't show. seen I haven't that seen either. It, yeah. yeah. But it's supposed to be very good. Final season of um, – what is that show that – I I've watched it. I can't remember the name. Of it. The, the M. Night Shyamalan show with the baby. Servant. What the, what's oh, servant? Servant, yes. That's finishing up in January. Morning show will probably come back next year. I mean, there, yeah. there's some momentum
2: there. Yeah. And there's lots of new stuff on the way. I can't get away from the ads for Spirited. I mean, they're starting to really market this <laughs> stuff, um, and uh, you know, yeah, they, they've got some good stuff on the way.
1: Spirited the was was drinking. pretty good. It could have been, it could have been better, but it was good. I did, I, I liked it. I watched it with my, with my son. It was, he, we we all we all liked it. Like, I'm not gonna run back to watch it again. It's not like Christmas Story where you got to watch it every year. But it was it, it was okay.
0: It, it's not a holiday tradition.
2: Yeah, they're never gonna be. Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> best, the best version. Of, that's not just me liking the Muppets. It's just asking no, it's the it's, best version of Christmas Carol yes. is the Muppet one. I will fight you. And then, <laughs> and then it's also know, the
1: best, the best Christmas record
0: is also the Muppets. True.
2: <laughs> and then the, uh, the, what's its name? If you want a modern like interpretation, it's hard to beat the Bill Murray Scrooged, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, yeah. that's hard yeah, that's to, to go.
1: I'm, I I. I watch um, Christmas Eve, I watch Die Hog every year. I I, I, <laughs> I want <will laughs> to die on that hill that that's a yeah. Christmas movie. <laughs> Christmas.
2: There are plenty of good Christmas movies. <laughs> Lethal Weapon's a Christmas movie. The sure. first one. <laughs> yeah. Alright. you just want an excuse to watch action
1: movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to wrap this up, do you guys have any Apple predictions that we didn't talk about? About the company, about wacky predictions out that way, out there stuff. I, I I
2: actually think that the mixed reality headset thing, I I I don't even give it a 50-50 chance of actually shipping to customers next year. At best, a dev kit. I, I think I think there's like a twenty percent chance that it, that customers, regular customers, will be able to buy one and get it next year. Has anybody stepped down? There's some. There's some uh, really senior level execs who've been there forever. There and have been a few, and it's like, is it time for you know anybody to step down or move on?
0: I was going to make my off the wall prediction that uh, Tim Cook will announce that he will retire in five years. He kind of said it in a interview.
1: All right. So here's here's the here's the quote. It was with um, Kara Swisher. Uh, at the time with with the new york times this was from 2021 so not that long ago um i I don't know what the question was but the answer was 10 more years question mark said cook probably not but i can tell you that i feel great right now and the date is not in sight but 10 more years is a long time and probably not 10 more years is what he said yeah that's the exact quote so but that brings us to 2030 which is plenty of time and i i wouldn't blame him to be honest you know, another bunch of years of this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty stressful gig. Like I'm sure it's not as fun as it looks from where we're sitting. <laughs> yeah. We just see the good part. We just see the good part.
0: <laughs> yeah. There were reports that he wanted to do one last major product introduction. Right. And the headset seems like that's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. Yeah. He's been talking about AR for a long time, not in any real like product way. But in, like, the excitement around it and the potential for, like, a real breakthrough
2: right. platform, yes. yep.
1: He's, he champions AR a lot. So, yes, I do think that this is, like, his iPhone. But he did AirPods. He did uh, Apple Watch. Yeah. He's done a bunch of yeah. great iPhones. You know, the iPad Pro. Like, he's done. He's been trying to make a car for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: it's not, it's
1: not really an exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. He, the question he, is, what comes after Tim Cook? Like, who's next? I mean, a bunch of the, as Jason said, a bunch of a bunch are old. A few have left. Johnny Ive left. Uh, Phil Schiller left. So I don't know who replaces Tim Cook.
0: Yeah. Maybe Elon Musk. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we went he almost likes to be a, CEO of things. <laughs> we went almost an hour without mentioning Elon Musk. <laughs> Well, if my prediction holds true, we'll have five years to figure that out. Yeah,
1: I think we got a we got a bunch of time. Yeah, Tim yeah. Cook seems like a very practical person, so I wouldn't be surprised if he has a lot planned out. Right, but I don't think he's just going to up and say, "You know what, I'm done."
0: Yeah. here's mm-hmm.
1: a press release. See ya. I don't think it's going to you know, barring any 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 tragedy.
2: Here's the thing not not necessarily product related, but something we can we'll see throughout 2023 is we will continue to see Apple. Diversifying where it manufactures product.
1: Yeah, so that's for mm. sure. it's yes. It's being
2: so. written about as they're looking to get out of China. I don't believe that's true. I think they will make as many products in China as they do now. I think they will also make more products elsewhere. India is a big one. Uh, likely some in Mexico or South America, some in the North, uh, in US, um, like Arizona and stuff like that. Not just chips being manufactured but like full product assembly and everything yeah. uh, I think they've just kind of realized there was a lot of efficiency to being kind of central but it's it's not very durable when something happens you're kind of you're kind of hosed there's a lot of companies with big import excise taxes and stuff uh, like India that they need to they need to bolster manufacturing worldwide and spread it out so we're going to see that we're going to see a lot of that throughout the year
1: yeah, I think so too. And you know, China's—it's—it's it's almost impossible for Apple to just stop manufacturing things in China for not just next year, for like a decade from now. I mean, they are so there's so much of their manufacturing and their their uh, their entire supply chain is 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 hooked up with China. But I do think that they uh, are making a conscious effort to like, diversify as much as they can.
2: Yeah, it's like, will they ever? Make the iPhone in the U.S. You know, maybe if they make a model, right? Maybe the SE is made in like
1: they make the Mac Pro in. Right, the kind of
0: like they I know what mean? they did with the Mac Pro. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. I'm sure they sell more SEs than Mac Pros, but yeah. I mean, it, it's obviously it's all about bottom line. Yeah, they don't work in China. Work with China because they love it there. They work in China because it's the most cost effective way to make stuff. So it's not just them; it's everybody. So you know, this is something that they're going to have to sit down and figure out. And Tim Cook is that guy. Like he's an operations guy. He knows what he's doing when it comes to all of that stuff.
2: Oh man, he scaled up manufacturing to such a ridiculous level compared to where it was before him. And they're already talking about how many they're going to triple production in India and all these other things. So Mm -hmm. some of this stuff you'll see starting next year. Some of this stuff you'll see the plans and it'll start in 2024 or whatever. But I think those will happen. And Another prediction just popped in my head. We will not get Apple's cellular modem next year. It is not going to happen.
1: <laughs> ever? Wait, wait, you mean ever or, oh. or next year?
2: No, no, not next <laughs> year. Yeah, it, yeah. Will it ha- ever happen? I think they're going to try their best, <laughs> but, but it's not going to happen next year. I think Qualcomm again next year.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, there's a reason why no other major chip maker makes a viable 5G modem because they're they're not easy and Qualcomm does it really well.
2: I mean, Intel couldn't hack it. They tried. They made a second best 4G modem that was not even second best. There's a significant gap for a while. And
1: but uh, Samsung, none of the none of the major companies that make chips, good chips, they they haven't been able to crack it. And apples apples trying. They have Intel's team. They have their own team. They're they've been working on it for many years, but. I agree with Jason. I don't think it's going to happen this year. And I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen next year either.
0: Uh, I would
2: not be surprised by that either.
0: That does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 820. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. Thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app, on Spotify, or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at podcast.macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.